What's up, everyone? Welcome to Luke's Mind Power. This podcast is produced to enlighten, inspire, motivate, and move you into your power place. Your mind is powerful, and when you connect it with your heart, you become superpowered. That is why I believe that loving yourself is the secret to success and living your dreams. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower. Let's begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Luke's Mind Power. So great to be back again. I have another extraordinary individual with me. Her name is Leslie Avalos, and she is a mindset and alignment coach from San Jose, California. Growing up through adversity and having her daughter at 15, Leslie learned to shift her perspective around life at a young age. She was always interested in how she could be a better example for her daughter and was always curious about what made people genuinely happy. This led her to many internal challenges as she had to heal so that she could transform. She fell in love with looking at the whole being and through her self-growth journey of body, mind and spirit, she learned how to fall in love with the process of our natural evolution and changes. She now teaches others to integrate by diving deep within, exploring one's own perceived limitations and guiding them back to their light and unlimited potential. Her vision is to empower as many beings in this lifetime to co-create, collaborate and impact with other leaders and to create a nonprofit program to empower the youth of the world to seek, believe and know their truth. Please help me in welcoming Leslie. Thank you, Luke. I appreciate that warm welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great to connect with you. I know that we've been supporting each other through social media, through Instagram for quite some time. So it's great to finally get this time to kind of sit down together and have a conversation. Yeah, it really is. And I know that you're across the world. So I just love that you're wearing a San Francisco sweatshirt right now, because that's like an hour away from where I live. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Eh? Yeah, look, I actually wasn't in San Francisco for a long time. I actually had about four or five hours on my way back from Colombia, I think when I was no way. Yeah, quite, it was a, yeah, quite a while ago. But I had about four hours at the airport. And I was like, man, I've got a hundred dollars I'm going to go outside and, and see if there's a driver or a bus that will take me downtown so I can have a look because I've never been to San Francisco before. And, and lucky enough, I said, this is all I've got. Can you take me downtown? And he's like, okay, jump in. So uh, yeah, I got to see a bit of the city. So it was pretty, really nice. It was cool. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, Luke. I always hear your inspirational, motivational videos and it's like, I know that through the challenges that we've all been through, it's really what helps us to be here now. And it's so inspiring when I can see other like-minded individuals that I know have been through some challenges growing up, totally transform themselves and now do this type of work. It's just so beautiful to me. Absolutely. Look, I just want to touch on something straight away that you, that you, um, that you believe in. And, and that is, uh, you know, that there is a purpose to everything. And if we use our challenges as opportunities, we can transmute that hardship into fuel. And I absolutely love that because it is through the challenges and those dark moments or those periods of our lives that we're going through that really we can't see the light. We don't have that perception to look in, in, in hindsight to say, you know, it's okay this is, this is what I need to go through right now. This is happening to me for a reason. So can you delve into that a little bit, uh, into your own personal experiences of how you were challenged, um, you know, in your life? Yeah. yeah, well, you know, growing up, I, I didn't really know why. I was born to two very young parents who were figuring out life themselves as well. And so growing up, there was, there was just this, this split between parents right straight away when I was, when I was pretty young. And so there was like the battle of the parents. <laughs> and then, you know, that was, that was like, I think would be the first, the first um, controversy that I kind of experienced just this choosing sides. And, and that was, that was challenging. And, you know, many of us go through that. But then as I got a little bit older, about seven, eight years old, I saw my I saw I saw my mom, you know, growing up really seeking love and 
wanting that from a place now that I'm older, I see that it was coming from a place of, of her wanting love for herself from what had happened to her in her youth as well. So a lot of it is, is very continual and generational. A lot of it does come from passing down from parent to child. And I had experienced when I was younger contrast that I believe in the moment I thought I was so alone. I thought that there was something wrong with me. I thought that I wasn't loved. I thought that I was abandoned. Um, my, my parents didn't really know what to do in, in terms of, of being able to protect me in certain scenarios. And I won't go into too much detail because there is some things that I'm, I'm not really sure about moving forward, how, what I'm going to share with the world. But just there was certain parts from about 8 to 12 years old where I was manipulated to do things that were told to me that were a religious aspect, what God wanted me to do. And so... I was, I was so young that I didn't really know. I just thought, oh, okay, that's just something that I'm supposed to do. It's something that's the right thing to do. And when I got into my teenage years, I started really questioning, what is going on? I don't feel right here. I don't feel like this is okay. And starting to rebel and kind of find my own truth. And um, through that process, you know, it took kind of me leaving the household and having a lot of, of anger and sadness in my heart and feeling like I'd been betrayed by my own parents. And it was, it was, it was a very challenging time. I was really young. And what I thought was God was not God. So I had a lot of anger towards God and, and, and religion and didn't really trust anyone. Um, so I, I had a lot of freedom from like 13 to 15 as I left the house and that's when I had my daughter and got into drugs and, you know, really seeking love from outside of, of me through men, through sex, through drugs and alcohol. And, you know, growing up out into like my teenage years, I thought it was in money and getting jobs and, and, and slowly, but surely gradually we shifted, but there was a lot of, of, of turmoil that was just spewing and, and, and focused on almost like a very compulsive, very extreme personality. <laughs> so those things though, um, it was, it was a, it was all my twenties, all of my twenties up until now, I can tell you that it's been through my, my early twenties when I finally discovered that it was, it was, not me, but, but this other thing that was not, um, it was something outside of me. That's when I started to finally shift, but it took all of my twenties to get to this point now where I can appreciate all of that contrast and say, wow, like that happened to me for a reason. And I think that a lot of us don't really know why, especially at a youth, why these bad things happen to us. But I truly believe that now, looking back, I came here with a purpose, like to this earth, to this planet, with the purpose to really shake things up and really be a leader. And it's, it's calling forth that contrast some way, somehow, so that I can experience all that at a very young age, so that I can have this knowledge, this wisdom, this experience now. I don't know if it's windy where you are, but those post-it notes are agreeing with everything that you're saying. <laughs> I have the fan on here. It is like 90 degrees over yeah, here. Yeah, that's cool. That's it's cool. um, it's but, like uh, uh, 4 p.m. over here and it's so hot. I'm in like the second story, so. That's cool. We're just, we're just going to make it work, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. You, you're speaking with a lot, of, uh, you, a, lot, a lot of passion, a lot of purpose, a lot of authority and confidence, yeah. you know, and, and that that is something that needs to be developed. Can I ask uh, what religion or faith it was that you were being manipulated in? Christian. Is there a specific, uh, or cause there's a lot um, of different I don't de denominations. I, I don't think so. Um, I just, <laughs> you know, there's Catholics, there's Anglicans, there's, there's, 
uh, Protestants or whatever they're called? I don't really know. I don't really okay. know. I just know that there was like this this transitional um, phase through even their their faith, uh, remembering that there was there was some things that they had mentioned about going to church and not going to church. We went to church. We didn't go to church. We'd pray at home. There was a rule, you know, I had to read the Bible three times before I could get any other book. So there was just a lot of different rules, but I don't know where the rules came from. So yeah, it wasn't, I, a, yeah. I think it's definitely sad in a sense where people have created these ways of, of living and life to 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 go against the the spirit the the spiritual sense of of love and and you know projecting goodness and kindness yeah. and and consciousness of what is right and what is wrong and actually using religion as a form of something to like a dogma to say if you don't live this way you are going to go to hell or you are not living in accordance to life's laws. Right. And, you know, I mean, I know some people uh, as well who have been manipulated through different uh, religious uh, denominations and they went through some really traumatizing sexual experiences okay. of, of even being sold within the community to other families um, and, and sexual abuse, you know? And so when you think about that, for me, it's just the, the, the mindset of the people, the psychological manipulation of people who are living in that way, they are so, it, for me, they're so closed and, and it's like, I guess that, I can't even think of how to explain it because it's just shocking. You know, it's as if the people are completely unconscious. They're that's, complete. That's they're exactly what it is, Luke. They're so manipulated in into what they believe that then they go and do they they continue and pass that on to the next uh, group of individuals, and then they believe that. And I mean, when you're young, what do you know? You know, you just kind of believe everything that your parents say, and so for you to step out and to be aware and awake and conscious of, again, your own spiritual essence that, you know, you know, the difference between right and wrong and what feels intuitively connected with yourself and your spirit and your soul, you know, that's where it, you say it stops with me. Yeah. Right? And, and that's so, yeah, you're doing that, you know, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's been the best. Honestly, I would have never, ever, ever thought that in a million years I'd be in this space mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, even physically now. I look, I look back and I reflect on my early 20s and it was, it was so hard. Like, it was very, very challenging. I felt so alone. I felt so alone. And all I wanted to do was be a good mom. And I didn't want to repeat these cycles. And uh, so... I just am so thankful for being able to look past these lenses that I was told and taught. And even now there's still struggles with self-worth and with valuing myself in relationships, you know, with men and really setting healthy boundaries. So it's still something that I'm continuing to work on and continuing to expand with. But I, yeah, couldn't, if you would have told me when I was 20 years old that I, you, when I was 30 years old, that I'd be doing this work and helping other women and helping other people, I'd be like, no way. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. I'm so happy for that journey. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, setting healthy boundaries and that's something that I'm still learning now because this journey of self-love, self-actualization uh, really, really deeply putting yourself as a number one priority. And it's not about being selfish. It's about self-care. And this is a notion that we definitely, uh, it's not something I was taught. It's not something that I was uh, aware of. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you feel guilty for not doing what's right for you because you want to help others or you want to be available for others. And, and if someone asks you something, you, you don't want to say no. Uh, and so 
this is something that I'm actually practicing very heavily right now because of who I am, because of what I have manifested, what I am manifesting, the people that I'm connecting with, the brand that I'm building, the business that I have. This is like my baby, right? They say, you know, you, you can say, oh, you know, you must feel lonely because you don't have a girlfriend or you're not in a relationship or you're not married or anything like that. But when you have a higher purpose, when you have something bigger than you, uh, you know, I see this as a relationship that I'm in. And so really it yeah. is about whatever it is that you're in, wherever you are in your life, it's about honing in on that and saying, this is where my focus is. This is where my energy is going. And this is my number one priority. And I need to take care of this because if I don't feed my child, my business, my brand, then it's going to starve and it's not going to develop, you know? Right. And so it really is this conscious attention to actually setting healthy boundaries for yourself and not feeling guilty for saying no to that person who calls you and you don't want to answer that because you don't have the energy to give there or to that birthday party or that event or that special occasion that invitation comes and you look at it and you decline. And now a short message from our sponsors, USC. What's up guys, this is LMP. Now, if you know me, you know that over two years ago, I was not living my purpose, passion or dream. I was lost, insecure and confused working a nine to five and trying to pay my debts. I wanted my own independence and meaning. Well, let me tell you a secret. That can change very quickly if you are ready. I have never been so wealthy and healthy and in harmony in my life. I am not called the ultimate success coach for no reason. If you want the ultimate life and you are ready, it does not matter what your niche or talent is. Rest assured, with your action and my guidance, that is where we are headed. My Ultimate Success Coaching is now opening the vault to assist you into taking your life to the peak of the mountain. Want to stop wasting money and start making money? You will not want to miss this life-changing opportunity. What would life be like if you were getting paid for doing what you love? Living your purpose and traveling the world. Now, with the world in crisis, there is no better time than to be online building your brand. What if you could create a media empire? How might that impact your business? Imagine being the author of a best-selling book. Imagine creating a successful high-income producing podcast. Imagine having a top-performing YouTube channel. What if you could learn how to master Facebook and IG marketing? What if you were given the top six targeted strategies for branding your business? Well, this is your day. Me and my team are here to assist you to create, launch, and thrive in this new economy. Podcasting is the new radio. YouTube is the second leading search engine and new TV. A best-selling book is the new business card and magazine without the competition. If you know Amazon, Nike, Tesla, or Coke, you know how big a deal it is to be branded. With myself and my team, we are here to help you to go from surviving to thriving. Are you ready? Go ahead today and sign up to begin to have massive success. The link is in the show notes or simply visit lukemindpower.com and book yourself in for a complimentary call. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Not because you're arrogant or because you, you're, you think you're better than others, just that you have setting healthy boundaries as a form of reinvestment into yourself and a form of self-care so that you can fill your cup and be the best that you can be because when your cup is overflowing, that will spill over to the rest of the people in your life. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people don't even understand that that is the collective problem in their lives. I feel like a lot of the times it's just this, okay, Okay, yeah, I'll do this or I'll do that without them really understanding for one, their purpose, their life purpose, what it is that they really want to do in their, in their life and in their free time. And then they'll just say yes to everything because they feel this void that they want to fill. It's almost like FOMO, right? Like, I don't want to miss out on these things yep. because I want to complete or I want to feel cool or I want to feel like someone loves me. It's just layered really to peel back with ourselves and so that's where I'm at now too it's like I this is what I want I want to impact the world I want to show people especially the youth and 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 those that are that are growing up that don't have the resources and the mentorship and they want this that they're looking for the shift within them right becoming more conscious it's like this is totally possible, but it does require a certain amount of focus and attention and and I think that it starts with in various areas of our life when we're finally like, okay, fine. Like I want to change something in my life. So for me, it started with the physical. 
It was all about the physical. I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, and I would dabble in and out of working out. And so, you know, then I was like, you know, 22, 23, okay, I'm gonna be more serious. And then I got the nicer body, right? I lost the weight, but I was like, I'm still unfulfilled. I'm still feeling incomplete. How can I go deeper? Oh, it's in my mind. Okay. And so I started, you know, looking and reading more and paying attention to what I was listening to and not listening. Okay. I feel deeper. And so now it's more in the spiritual realm and really being able to now take off with my business because those parts are aligned and I have that clarity. So, it's really about yeah taking those those layers and understanding like where where is it that i'm i'm splitting this energy or where is it that i'm not honoring myself in my time and what i really sorry lost you there we're back you there yeah yeah Sorry, the connection's a bit not 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 as good as it should be for some reason. In my Andrews. Can you hear me now? What I'll get you to do is um, just turn your video off. And I'll turn my video off as well. Can you All hear right. me? I can hear you. Can yeah, you hear me? So, yep, yep. So we'll just keep going. Um, I'll All cut right. this. I'll cut this piece out. I've stopped the live stream, um, but yeah, I don't know if it's my internet. It's probably my internet. Um, but yeah, we can just continue recording, and uh, and it should flow with just the audio. Um, awesome. So Sounds yeah, let's good. just let's just keep going. So how much did you miss? <laughs> um, so yeah, you were talking about. Uh, uh, what were you talking about? You're talking about, geez, I'm having a mind, mental blank. Having those healthy boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healthy boundaries. Yeah, healthy boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Okay, just start from there. So basically, it's having those healthy boundaries with others and being able to also have those healthy boundaries with yourself. Because a lot of the times I believe that people don't even understand the healthy boundaries that they're crossing over with their, their unhealthy boundaries that they're crossing over with themselves. And really a lot of the suffering and the pain that we have comes from that, comes from us thinking that it's something else outside of us that's upsetting us or something that someone else said or something that someone else did, but it's the unhealthy boundaries that we're having with ourselves. So through that process of, mind, body, and spirit, really being able to peel back those layers and create those boundaries with myself so that I can be here in this position now to have that higher perspective or just a greater understanding and more compassion for the things that have happened uh, to me and, um, and with myself. Yeah, absolutely. And what I, what I know is, is something that I, I have this analogy of this Christmas present for example, and all, all my life I've been wrapped with wrapping paper and it's not my wrapping paper. It's, it's my parents' beliefs. It's being influenced by my friends. It's just the expectation of society and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and the world and, and what you see on the TV or social media or um, just your outside world. It influences you so much. And when I realized that, I really, really took action on taking that wrapping paper off and peeling it off, you know, like an onion, uh, because I wanted to find the true core of who I am, my true essence, not the one that I was expected to be or not the, the beliefs that I was given, but the mm -hmm. beliefs that I share that come from within, that really feed my soul, that really connect with me, that, that feel right for me, you know? And so I had to unlearn a lot of the teachings and beliefs and, and, uh, and cultural expectations of how I was raised. You know, mm -hmm. I used to believe that I was so patriotic and I was so connected to my, my cultural heritage. Mm -hmm. 
the, where, from where my parents came from, from Poland. And I really believed that I was Polish. That's who I am. You know, mm. I wanted to be known as, uh, you know, Wukash, the, that that's my name, you know, in Polish, not Luke. I didn't want to be known as Luke. I didn't like Luke. And, and that was for me, when I look at that, I'm like, you are completely disconnected from who you are. Mm. You know, I was completely at the moment at that time, I thought that that's who I was. I thought that moving to Poland was the, the right thing for me to do. I thought that if I did that, that would make me better. If I, if I knew how to speak Polish better, if I was fluent, I would feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. So there were these, you know, I think it was more where I was like, in a, in a trance of, you know, really soul searching. I was searching because I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be, <laughs> you know? And that, that's so interesting that you say that because I truly believe that we all want to feel that acceptance and that connection and that love. We all want to feel love. We all want to feel like we're a part of something. So I feel like a lot of the times that identity of, if I'm the best at this, then I will finally be, loved more by my parents or mm. by society or by my family or by the world. And I still feel that sometimes even now where it's like, I want to be needed. I want, you know, to feel like, like I can help so many people and I, and I want to feel important and I want to feel like I matter. So there's still these moments of like identifying with these de different aspects and different roles in our life. Mm. But all it does is continue to remind us that no matter what, no matter how developed we feel in that role or that culture or in that, in that relationship or whatever it is that we're doing, it's still going to always, it means absolutely nothing if we're not connected to our source. Mm -hmm. If we're not connected to our, our light inside, if we're not feeling complete and whole already without that. And then it just accentuates, right? And it becomes more fun um, as we travel and we do different things. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I, I know that for me, and I know I just intuitively, I know that a lot of people do this. And especially if you're not in a relationship, right? And you, you haven't had a relationship for a long time. You're starting to doubt yourself. You're starting to get confused because all of your friends are in relationships. You're starting to feel insecure. You're starting to feel self-doubt. You think you're not good enough. And so what you do is you decide to pack everything up and move overseas because you think that, okay, things are not working here where I'm living currently. I'm going to move overseas. And if I move overseas, I'm going to meet someone. Yeah. Right. And, and I had, and the reason why I say that is because I, I was going to do that. And I was at that point where deep down secretly back in February, 2018, when I came back from my grandmother's funeral, that yes, I made a decision to move to Poland, but secretly deep down, I thought to myself, if I move to Poland, I'm going to meet a nice Polish girl. Mm. Right. And that's going to fulfill me. I'm going to be happy. Yeah. And, and, and so again, I was, I was still, I was still unhappy with myself. Yeah. But I was trying to find ways to alleviate that pain. And, 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 you know, I was using drugs and alcohol as a form of escapism because again, you know, as much as I can say, I, I enjoyed it. I loved doing Coke. I, I loved drinking and, you know, I still have a drink here and there now, but the, the, the drugs, the, the cocaine for me, mm -hmm. uh, as much as like, I, I honestly can say I had so many amazing times. I had so much fun with my friends. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I was so, you know, screwed in the head and this and that I had fun. I did, right. but I was overusing it to the unconscious level of it made me feel confident. It made me right. feel worthy. It made me feel the way that I wanted to feel naturally, but mm. I couldn't get it naturally because I didn't know how. Wow. I mean, we can go in so many places right here. I think that's, that's so interesting because when you think about how people use these external resources or tools or food or drugs or alcohol it's even interesting in like the spiritual realm now you hear a lot of people using like you know um ayahuasca or other forms of of medication to tap in to feel a certain way because we all want to feel a certain way that's why we do anything 
So it's just very interesting that, you know, we, we do these things and we feel it. And like you said, you had fun, you had a good time, but you were ready to be able to do this on your own, or you wanted to tap in and not feel like you needed this to tap in and to feel that way. And so I think that we all kind of get to that point of like, well, 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 that's the goal at least because there's nothing wrong here, right? Like I truly believe that there's nothing wrong with everything that we're doing. Even in those moments where it's like, oh, this is so bad. I shouldn't be drinking. I shouldn't be smoking. I shouldn't be doing drugs or I shouldn't be having sex or I shouldn't be doing all these things that I'm doing, but I'm enjoying them. It's, it, it comes to a point of you really identifying what it is that you want. Mm. And like, even for me now, you know, I'm interested in trying, you know, shrooms. I'm interested in trying ayahuasca in, in, a, in a ceremonial experience. I'm interested in trying these things. However, I don't want that to be the way that I tap into my third eye and really feel this, this, this sense of connection. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel yeah, like of course. Yeah. I, I feel like it's very interesting to me because that's that's the best word I can use with it. Because you know, I've smoked weed in the past as well. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm getting all these downloads so fast that I can't even I have to record myself. And then I'll go back and it's all these things that I've accumulated from the past three months or six months. And it could be like part of the brand name or it could be part of, you know, just different ideas or even like buildings in mm. my mind and all kinds of really cool things that will come to me. Mm. And yet I don't want that to be, I didn't want that to be the only way. So I stopped. And so it, and it was only like once in a while, right? Like maybe once a month or once every three weeks or something like that. But even now, like there's moments of meditation where I'm getting the exact same thing, these downloads, these messages. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So I can completely relate to that and understand. And I, and I feel like everybody can completely relate to that and understand if they think about just the things that they've been using as tools to feel better Cause that's all, that's all it is, right? Like, I feel like there shouldn't be any shame around it because mm -hmm. when there's shame around it, then we start feeling really bad about it. And then we kind of stay in that stuck cyclical cycle, especially for anybody listening to this, that's going through that right now of, I really want to change and be better and stop doing these things and feel good without this, but I don't know how. And then I feel really bad when I think about it because I'm getting, I'm beating myself up and I shouldn't be doing this because this is bad. But it's like, it's like, no, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's some way that's helped you kind of get to this point now of, of possibly even knowing that that's possible, mm. you know, opening Absolutely. your eyes to this new ability, like, oh shoot, like, yeah. well, what if I could do this without this? So yep. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a, a conscious intention to yeah. take take action to learn and to to experience different things and there there is no right or wrong it is it is your uh decision making and it is your desire to to reconnect with yourself and however you do that whether that's smoking weed doing ayahuasca whatever you just need to understand yourself as mm -hmm. to this is feeding me and this feels right for me i'm not abusing it i'm not using this as a form of escapism right. I'm, I'm i'm doing this purely because uh, it provides me with value and it provides me with uh, inner connection or whatever it is. And so you, you just need to make that discerned decision for yourself to know that, yeah. you know, you're not doing the wrong thing, but uh, you mentioned, you know, receiving these downloads and, and receiving these messages and thoughts. And so I just want to touch on that quickly because that's something that I recently have caught myself. I'm actually catching myself now of the actions that I actually do on a daily basis, mm -hmm. which is what you were talking about. But I, as soon as I get these downloads or these thoughts, what I do is I actually quickly get my phone and I put it in my notes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times every single day, we have about 80,000 thoughts that go through our mind, through our subconscious and it's on repeat. Right. So a lot of these thoughts are just continuously coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. And, and now when I get these ideas or these thoughts that come through my mind, bang, I take action. Cause how many times I've thought of something I'm making lunch. I have an idea and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Make a video about that. That'll be awesome. 30 seconds later, that thought's gone. Mm. 
right? And so I'm at the gym now and a quote pops into my head, bang, I write it down. I love and so, that. And so now my quotes on my Instagram are directly from my mind. That's so powerful. And yeah. you know what's really cool about that, Luke, is the more that you do that, the more it comes. Yeah, yeah. It's, again, this is, this is called repetition is the mother of skill. And that's not just with what I'm doing. It's with everything in your life. You know, if you want to get good at something, then you need to take action and you need to do it every single day. That's right. Or every single moment. And that is the challenge. Like I, on my Instagram, uh, I posted this morning, no challenge, no change. And it is through that repetitive cycle that you take action every single day in order to build that new habit, in order to reprogram your mind, in order to rewire it, in order to create neural networks in your brain. It's repetition. And it is that challenge, that resistance that most people are coming up against in order to break through that. It takes energy. It takes persistence. It takes purpose. And it takes a real burning desire within you to go, no, I'm not going to be my worst, my worst own worst enemy, I'm going to start being my best friend, my own best friend. And, yeah. and that's, that's changing the mindset. That's changing it around because you know what? We are our own worst enemy. Do you want to go to the gym? Oh, I'm feeling lazy today. Don't worry about it. We'll go tomorrow. Yeah. It's, there's um, something that I always remember is everything needs resistance to grow. Mm. Everything needs resistance to grow. And that's why I, I tell everyone, you know, that I, that I talk to my clients and even myself in moments of, oh, this is really uncomfortable. I don't like feeling this emotion, right? When there's moments of like, wow, like today was one of those days, like interesting why I look at it with curiosity. I don't get angry anymore. I don't get like irritated or you know, frustrated, although those, those emotions might still visit temporarily and, and come and go. It's like, oh, like this is here to help me grow. I asked to become this woman. I asked to become this leader. I asked to become this coach. I asked to have this kind of relationship. I, you know, and, and so when we ask for those things, of course, we're going to be given the opportunity to transform so that we can be that person that can have those things without bringing up old patterns of self-sabotage or mm. doing things that are not going to take care of this new relationship or this new career or this wealth of money or this abundance or this leadership role. And, and I think people forget that it's like, yeah. you said you want that thing, but yet, are you ready now? Are you ready right now? Right now, right now. You might say, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for that love. I know that for myself, I've been, you know, I felt that I felt that impatience of like, oh man, I, I wish I had that relationship with someone. I wish I had someone that I can grow with and evolve with and someone in this space. And, but it's like, Leslie, you are working on yourself right now. That person is also working on himself right now. You have to believe and you have to have faith and you have to know that through these processes, it's going to create this, this, this frequency of which that you're going to be ready for that next level, that next level relationship. Mm. Every single relationship, if, if everyone can reflect on the relationships that you've been in, every single one has gotten hopefully better and better and better and better and better. You've learned new pieces and parts from each one. You pulled these tools of, okay, this one taught me that I need to pay attention more to the way that I'm acting and responding in light of X, Y, and Z. This one showed me that I'm not valuing my self-worth. This one's showing me more about communication and about really maintaining your position in terms of, of self-care and not forgetting about yourself, not losing yourself. Stuff, right so every single one helps you to be ready mm. 
and 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 it is a process it's not a zero to 100 it's not like okay overnight like it's not six months and of course the analogy that everybody can really refer to and and acknowledge that the truth is going to the gym you know you don't walk out of there after one day with the six pack and and that's the same thing with every single aspect of our life and every wouldn't, single thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wouldn't that be a dream? Hey, I'm going to the gym. Oh, man, just, yeah, I had a two-hour workout and I've got, got a six-pack already. That's amazing. <laughs> but you know what's really funny, Luke, that yeah. now if I don't work out for like, you know, I, I work out almost every day. And so yeah. there's moments still that I'll like eat though, I'll overeat, right? Yep. And over a weekend or something. But the moment I go back in, and this is the other beautiful thing about why this persistence, you bounce back quicker. You know, so you, so you start to bounce back quicker, the more that you do it. So I'll go to the gym on like Monday and then I just feel so tight and like good. And like, I feel like I bounce back again, you know? So it's kind of funny that even though, you know, we wish for those things in the beginning of those stages of, of working out or, or changing our, our mindset or the way we communicate, we wish it could happen overnight. The more that you do it, the longer that you do it, you build this foundation where even if you dabble out of it really quickly, or you dip into old habits really quickly for like a day or two or even a week, you're going to bounce back faster and you're going to bounce back quicker. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, look, absolutely, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. You know, you were talking about relationships and as you were talking, you were saying that, you know, each one was getting better and you, you learn from each one. And, and I, I believe that as well. But when you said each one is getting better, I thought about my previous relationships and I was like, Hmm, I don't know if they were getting better, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, but what you did is, is you planted a seed and you allowed me to actually go into my imagination, into my memory. And I started to imagine the way that I was when I was with my previous relationships and and I just saw myself being that really, really insecure mm-hmm. man. And I was different in every single relationship, but I just didn't know myself. I didn't love myself. I didn't respect myself because one thing I know now is that when you really love yourself and you respect yourself, then you then respect others and you love others. Yeah right? Cause you're a mirror and, yeah. and, and that's something that I completely was disconnected from. For me, it was all about uh, the physical side of, of the relationship and, and the, the ego and making sure that I had everything that made me feel good. And uh, I was lost in that, you know, I was lost in the sex. I was lost in that just physical attraction, physical connection. Of, of what I thought looked good, what was sexy, you know, what was attractive. That's, that's, yeah. that's all I was about, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I know I think about it. I'm like, man, I've come so far. I'm no, like, I'm not even nowhere near that same guy that, <laughs> that, right. that I was. Uh, and, you know, just talking about girlfriends and my relationships, you know, whether or not they ever, see me on the stage or listen to my content or find my podcast. Uh, I'm just sending, sending them all so much love. And, uh, you know, I, everything happens for a reason. And, and, uh, you know, I look back yeah, at tr- my past truly, with gratitude and, and look forward with faith, you know, so. Yeah, I truly believe that. And, you know, I, I, I believe that we've changed our perspectives too with relationships. I, I know I'm, I'm speaking for myself, at least with this, where in the first couple breakups that I had when I was, you know, younger, it was like, oh, forget that person. You know, I don't ever want to talk to that person. I'm so mad at that person. And then, you know, of course you come to terms with it and you let it go. But, you know, even with the last relationship, it's like, hey, you know, this is not obviously something that's working for both of us. And, coming to terms with it's okay it's okay like I I think that there's this huge again coming from society and the world you know when you when you think about what you're shown on movies and marriage and also what your parents tell you that these things should last forever or you know you failed or that there's this expectation from the outcome of what this should have been 
And I, I don't believe that. I believe that everyone comes into your life to teach you something and you to teach them something too. I believe that there was also a component like to the topic that you were just talking about with your, your last relationship. I believe that you taught her something too, you know, to be able to, I mean, who knows the whatever she's got going on within her, but you guys attracted each other to help each other grow in some way, some shape, some form. And, yeah, and, and, and I truly, yeah, I truly believe that. Everything is a yeah. lesson. I truly believe that as well. And the lesson will keep showing up until you learn it, you know? And so, yeah, you know, as I said, I wish, I wish them all the best, you know, and I know that uh, everybody that comes into your life comes for a reason and comes to teach you something. And so it's really just about you starting to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Cause when you pay attention, now you can learn from it. It's like, it's like going over, maybe parking somewhere over and over and over again. And you're not even realizing that you're getting a nail in your towel every single time at that spot. Mm. And then you're driving on the freeway and you're like, shoot, it's popped. Oh my gosh. And you're, you don't realize and recognize that it's because you're parking at the same place that always has these nails, you know? So now you don't park there anymore and now you don't get nails in your tire. So it's the same thing with, with our, with our relationships, especially, I believe that relationships, specifically romantic relationships, bring up everything that we have going on inside of us to really teach us. I think they're our best teachers, to be honest, because they really start to mirror, like you said, every single thing that's going on, all our insecurities, you know, how we feel about about ourselves really because how we feel about ourselves is going to then reflect on how we feel about the other person and so when we get into those relationships if something keeps on coming up over and over and over you know like I would attract the same kind of guy and I'm like okay finally when I became conscious I realized that it was me attracting these men Right. And, and before I would say things like, oh, all men are the same and they just want one thing. And it's like, no, Leslie, <laughs> like there's so many beautiful men in this world. It's it's what you're believing about relationships. It's how you're seeing your self-worth, how you're feeling underappreciated. If you're feeling underappreciated and you're not appreciating yourself and you're not giving yourself that love, that time and attention, or you're believing that the outcome of all relationships are one way, well, then that's going to be what you seek, what you look for, the vision, that's the lens. And so, yeah, being conscious, like you said, of that, being aware of that. Now we can look at it and say, oh, what did I learn from this relationship? What is this teaching me? I'm, I'm so huge on really asking questions to yourself and about the world and how you see and perceive the world. But especially with yourself, like, why? Why is this happening? And what am I doing or how am I contributing to this? And what opportunity is this giving me? What am I learning or what did I learn from this? What are the, the, the five best lessons or the three biggest lessons or, you know, whatever, get playful with it. Because again, coming back to that playfulness and coming back to that lightheartedness and not making this so serious of, oh, I did it wrong or I'm doing this so bad. It's like, wait, but how are we learning here? How are we growing here? How can I shift from this point so that I can get to that next level, which again, you're going to be getting to new levels all the time. So I think it's really understanding that this never stops. <laughs> like The process never stops. We're always going to be growing. Absolutely. I, I truly believe that. And everything that you just said makes so much sense because what you believe in, that is what you will attract mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. And that's, re- that's, that's, that's a reality, you know? So yeah, if you believe that you're, you're not good enough or you believe that uh, every man is the same, or if you believe that every girl's the same or you know, people are out to, to hurt you or whatever, then you're going to attract those kind of people, you know? So, but um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Leslie, 
I really appreciate your time. It's been a blessing to share this space and this conversation was so powerful. There was so much to take away and, you know, you've even taught me a lot about my own past experiences and relationships. <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, it is all about these, these seeds and, and, uh, you know, showing up and, and speaking your truth, as you mentioned, as you're so, uh, you know, focused on, on pushing out that kind of message to help others live their truth and speak their truth. And, and everyone has a voice and it really is about tuning in and starting to pay attention so that you can really, really, uh, answer your own questions, ask yourself those questions and answer them and start, you know, like I do, I study myself, you know, every time I have a experience or whatever it is that I go through, I study myself, I ask myself some questions, you know, so uh, you're amazing. I really appreciate your time. Where can people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at I am Leslie Avalos. And you can also find me, um, I have a podcast as well called Falling in Love with the Process podcast on um, all of the podcast platforms. So yeah, I, I look forward to connecting with every single one of you. And thank you so much, Luke, for just shining your light and being, being you, being open and being so receptive. And I really appreciate you. And it's such an honor to be on today's podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate you too. And I'm very grateful. Just one question before we go. What is your definition of loving yourself? My definition of loving yourself is truly being curious about who you are and spending that time to really nurture yourself like a child, like you would someone you really care about being curious about the mind, being curious about the body, being curious about the soul and continuing to dive in deeper and deeper, understanding that the relationship, this is a relationship that you're having with yourself. Loving yourself is developing a relationship with yourself. And like all other relationships, that relationship too does take time. So that would be my definition of loving yourself. Amazing. Thank you so much, Leslie. Yay. Talk to you soon, Luke. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with a friend or on your social platforms and leave a rating on the Apple Podcasts app. This really helps us and means the universe to me and my team. For more dope content and motivation on how you can live the life of your dreams, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I am Luke Mindpower, the ultimate success coach. And if you want to find your power and purpose in life, simply visit my website, lukemindpower.com for more info on how I can help you 10x your success. Sending you super love and positive energy. Peace. I'll talk to you soon.